0: Welcome to episode 24 of influencer insights, wanting even more influencer podcast goodness and to connect with like-minded influencers, join our Facebook community for daily tips on how to up-level your business and chat with myself and other listeners. All you got to do is visit facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash the influencer podcast to be a part of this wonderful community.
1: Welcome to the Influencer Podcast. Each week, Julie Solomon, a marketing strategist and New York Times bestselling publicist, takes you behind the scenes with successful influencers, bloggers, and industry elites in conversation to share how they engage, persuade, and grow their unique influence. Her mission is to share exclusive insider tips, wisdom, and action-based tools to help you strengthen, monetize, and build your own industry-leading influence. Let me ask you a question. Have you ever
0: felt stuck in a growth rut when it comes to your blog traffic? Now, I have an idea that a lot of you are probably screaming yes right now because come on. I mean, who hasn't felt stuck, right? It is such an ebb and flow, but sometimes it can be a major flatline plateau. I mean, when I started my blog back in 2013, I had zero idea how to get social media followers to my blog and to really grow the traffic there. I was focusing so much on Instagram and really owning and cultivating a community there that I wasn't really thinking about how I could get them over to my blog. I wasn't thinking about why that mattered. I wasn't thinking about the things that I could be doing over on the blog to really grow traffic and maybe even things I could be doing with Google and Pinterest to grow the traffic. But then things kind of started to change. When I sat down and really thought about it and started to restructure the way that I was being strategic with my blog, I saw some major success. So today I'm going to be sharing with you guys the five strategies that helped me grow my blog traffic by more than 67% in just four months. I know that's kind of a weird number, but I wanted to give you guys the real number, 67% in just four months, and how you can start to achieve and see these results too by working smarter, not harder. So let's dive into it. So before you get into all of the strategy and nitty gritty, the most important step for growing your blog readership really does start with treating your blog like a business. And when I mean that, it's really about laying the foundation, right? You're not going to have this big, beautiful house grow if there's no foundation in place. So when I think of foundation, I really get back to two main points, which is your purpose and your why. To me, your purpose is why you're doing what you're doing, why you're showing up every day, why it's important to you to build the community that you're trying to build. What services or products are you going to be offering and why is that important to you? This is really getting down to the core of why you're turning on your computer every day to do the online work or why you're getting on the social media platforms, scrolling on Instagram and being there in the first place. So this really is the first step. Now, if you are someone who has a hard time figuring out your purpose and why, do not stress. This is one of the biggest things that I have seen come up so many times, which is why it is module one and two in the Influencer Academy. So if you're wanting to dive deeper into this and really allow me to walk you through this actionably and really get a strong sense of your purpose, of your why, and then how to strategically get it out into the world, you're going to want to make sure to check out all of the good stuff that we have with the Influencer Academy coming out later in September and then on into October. But here is something today that can go ahead and get you going now. So I want you to write out actionable steps that are really going to kind of help you achieve your goals when it comes to growing your blog. And so it's going to include the following, and we're also going to include these following steps in your deep dive downloadable today with this episode. So if you're wanting to really brainstorm on this and have something that you can take with you, make sure to download that, and I will give you the link at the end of this episode. So the first thing is your mission statement. You have to have one. If you don't have one, You need a deep dive in figuring out what that is. I talk a lot about this in previous episodes. It's really about knowing your who, what, why, and really why it matters. So really getting clear on what you're doing, how you're serving and showing up. You're wanting to also get clear on who your ideal reader is. I know I talk a ton about attracting your ideal audience, so it's really getting clear on who that person is. Then you want to also write down some of your business and brand goals. What are they? How can you attain them? What is the measurement for them? Meaning how long is it going to take you to attain them, those sort of things. And then you want to get a monetization plan in place. With this, you want to start thinking, what are ways in which I can monetize my blog? Can I do affiliate traffic? Can I do brand deals? Can I create my own products and services and sell them on my blog? What is it that is really gonna help me and allow me to monetize? And then once you have that, then you can start creating your online marketing strategy to get you to that place. What are you gonna be using that's gonna help drive the traffic there? Is it going to be Pinterest, Instagram, YouTube, a collection of all of them. Really kind of getting some of those guidelines in place is going to allow you to be more consistent. And that really is the key to building the trust, creating that brand recognition, and really standing out as a professional in your field. So again, it's really outlining those five to six key things there before you get to that next step of really growing the traffic. So once the groundwork is laid a little bit more cohesively, your next step is what I always love to say, be your own publicist. You have to start pitching your blog to media, get it out into the face of your community, let other bloggers know what you're doing, pitching to brands so they can cultivate um, more of what you do cohesively with their brand, brand collaborations is such a key to really getting your blog out there and really growing your traffic. And chances are, if you're similar to a certain brand, or even to a certain blogger, their followers will probably most likely also be interested in the content that you're creating. So getting mentioned or covered or tagged for free quote unquote with other brands or other bloggers is really going to help drive your growth and your SEO. Now in episode 72 of the influencer podcast with Susie Moore, we talk a lot about guest posting and how that can drive major traffic to your website. So if you haven't listened to that episode yet, I would definitely take a listen to that. And then also episode 52 on how I tripled my blog traffic and doubled my Instagram engagement by using Pinterest and some brand pitching strategies would be really beneficial for you as well. And speaking of SEO, let's dive into that for just a minute. So when it comes to SEO, there's three things that you could probably be doing now that are pretty simple, that's not going to be super overwhelming or confusing, and could really make a big difference. So the first one is going self-hosted. So what I mean by that is getting your actual own domain. So sometimes when you sign up for WordPress, but you're not self-hosted, the URL is going to be wordpress.com yourname.com. You're going to see that word in there. Same goes with Squarespace, which is the platform that I use. However, if you're able to get your own domain by say a domain hosting platform like GoDaddy, you can actually self-host and use your own unique URL. So for example, you would be juliesolomon.net or MargoandMe.com or susiesundays.com, whatever your name may be, but really getting self-hosted is going to help with that search engine optimization. Business for sponsoring the show. The next step is making sure that your blog theme is SEO optimized. And what I mean by that is making sure that you're backlinking, that you have keywords, and that your blog is really SEO healthy. It doesn't take forever for the blog to load. People can see it on mobile really quickly. It's a mobile-friendly site, things like that. The more that you make sure that your blog theme is really optimized for SEO, the higher that it's going to drive traffic there. You also want to make sure that you're including keywords in your image file name as well. A lot of times we will just upload an image to our website and the name will be whatever the image name was on the computer or on the phone or on the actual camera. You want to make sure that you're actually going in there and changing those file names so that when people Google certain things, your keywords are going to be more apt to show up as opposed to if you had just left them whatever that random name might have been. You also wanna make sure that it's really easy for people to share your content with social share and with pin buttons. So Pinterest is such a huge traffic driver to my website. We get far more drive to my website than we do from Instagram, even though I have more of a quote unquote following over on Instagram. Pinterest really is one of the best ways to drive traffic to your blog, especially as a blogger or an influencer. Pinterest is very visual, which is another reason why bloggers do so well on that platform. So if you do use Pinterest, you want to make sure that you're using pin it buttons when you're using your photos. That way people can pin you and it's easier to find and of course drive the traffic. You also want to make sure that you are using Google Analytics or some kind of analytical tracking on the back end of your website to make sure that you know how you're doing in terms of the traffic that you're driving there, and really what they are connecting to when it comes to your website. The parts of the analytics that I really like to pay attention to are the bounce rate. And this is basically going to tell you where and when people are bouncing off of your website and essentially leaving it. So that way it's going to give you a sense of direction of, do I have a link that may be broken? And that's why people are bouncing off. Or is it that they're not interested in this content? So that's why they're bouncing off. Another thing that I love to look at in terms of analytics are the most popular posts. I think that this is extremely important when you're trying to figure out what kind of content your audience is wanting by being able to target the most popular posts that people are going to that's really gonna give you an idea of the kind of content they're connecting to the most and maybe that kind of content you should produce more of. I also love the top refers page and what this basically does is it lets you know where people are coming from to go to your blog. Essentially, are they coming from Instagram? Are they coming from an article that talked about you? Are they coming from a guest post that you did? Are they coming from a brand's website? This is really going to allow you to be able to see What traffic is, or what platforms are really generating more traffic to your website? And then the other thing that I like to also take a look at when it comes to Google Analytics is the length of time that people spend on a particular page. Because again, this is going to allow me to really assess what kind of content they're really diving into. If they're only spending two seconds on one post, but then five minutes on another, that's going to give me some really good insight. And also too, the about me page is one that people tend to spend a lot more time on than you probably realize. I think that the about me page is one of the most utilized pages on our website, but unfortunately it's sometimes one of the most underused or undervalued in terms of, uh, we as bloggers and how much we make sure to update it. So the about me page is definitely one that I would keep track of, make sure it's super clean and concise and updated. Cause I'm telling you a lot of people check that more than you probably think. So those are your five tips with a bunch of other tips that I shared with you today. And if you're wanting to dive deeper into these and really be able to kind of brain dump and brainstorm, make sure to go to juliesalmannet forward slash II24. Again, that's juliesalmannet forward slash II24 for your free downloadable today. You're going to have all of this information on there and it's going to really allow you to soak it in a little bit more. And of course, most importantly, to take action on it. Before you go, remember to screenshot this episode and share it with me over on Instagram by tagging me at Jules Solomon and hashtagging the influencer podcast. I always love to see who's listening alongside me.
1: Are you ready to create your own industry leading influence for show notes, downloads, and action-based tips head to www.theinfluencerpodcast.com where you can find out more about this week's episode guest and our host, Julie Solomon. If you enjoyed this week's episode, please take a minute to go to iTunes and leave a review so we can help other influencers like yourself build their own successful business.